Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chakras and Customers podcast. And today's podcast is all about spirit animals and manifesting, retrieving divine messages from them, hearing the actual meaning of what the spirit animal is trying to, I guess you could say, send you or for you to receive when you see a spirit animal in your path or in your area. So first, let's kind of talk about what are spirit animals. Okay, so spirit animals can be any type of animal. There's no right or wrong of what is a spirit animal. Most people know of spirit animals when they think of um, the native and the indigenous um, people of, you know, America or the um, native practices here in the United States of Native Americans, and they think that only is the only culture that possibly may be using spirit animals, but in actuality, spirit animals and the sense of receiving messages from animals and worshiping animals is worldwide. It's in many cultures. It's not just one. So when we think about, is there a right way or a wrong way to receive a message from the universe from a spirit animal or to talk about spirit animals. No, there is not because each one of us is individual. Each one of us has our own cultural practices and each one of us has history that has been taught to us or given to us or has been received with us that we can use spirit animals towards manifesting and also towards receiving messages from the universe. So when many people hear spirit animals, of course, they think of the wolf and the, um, I guess you could say the hawk or the snake or the bear, or, you know, sometimes they think of really large animals, but there's also messages in some of the smaller animals. People think of butterflies and dragonflies and spiders and bumblebees and what do they all mean? There's always going to be different stories and different messages behind each meaning of each animal. Some of them are going to be very similar, but some of these stories and messages will somewhat change. 
some people have thought of like omens through some of the dark spirit animals. So if we're thinking of a, uh, a bird like the raven, a dark bird that's black, it has an omen of being evil or possible death or just a journey that is not um, necessarily something you want to see. So, like I've heard many times um, an owl in daylight is considered bad luck. It depends on what the culture is and what's the superstition or what is the message that the storytelling of the ancestors was brought to um, the people at that time of the message of the spirit animal. And this is something that I really like to talk about because I do practice a lot of manifesting and a lot of attention setting with animals. Um, It is something that I feel is very purposeful. And some people naturally are intrigued by nature and naturally intrigued by the wildlife and naturally intrigued by the messages that these animals are here to share with us. They're also intrigued by what is the spirit saying? Who is the spirit? Who is the um, the messenger in the universe? Who is sending us this message? Is it the actual animal? Is it a spirit guide? Is it the universe? Is it our own intuition picking up the message of the spirit animal and sending it to us in our conscious state so we can receive it? So <laughs> I'm going to send you guys a message And I want you guys to receive it. How you receive your messages from your spirit animal is different for everyone. So don't be alarmed if you're feeling like I don't understand or I don't get it. It will be different for everybody. The way you interpret the message will be different for everybody. So you will also hear the notion, like, especially with the Chinese calendar, that um, like a certain spirit animal is focused on your birth chart or focused on the uh, year you were born resembles your spirit animal. Some people use that as finding their spirit animal. I will be honest. I feel that your spirit animals or your spirit guides will come to you And you will know when you receive it. And I, I know that sounds very odd. Can you pick an animal that you resonate with, or can you pick an animal that you feel a strong calling to? Yes, you can. So for instance, like, um, in the Indian population, a lot of them worship the cow. Um, it's part of their culture. Many of them are um, vegetarian and they don't eat meat. Uh, some of them don't eat um, any meat. They're strict vegetarian, while some just don't eat red meat or you know don't eat, um, I guess you could say large meat, but then they eat like chicken or sometimes dairy. But some are very... R- religious in the fact that their culture is to worship the animals. So they don't eat cow and they don't eat dairy products. So that is 
considered that culture spirit animal, where some cultures will have a very strong um, message from an animal. For instance, like uh, Native Americans, a lot of them might worship um, the bear or might receive messages from the bear on strength and courage, and also with the seasonal activities that are going on in their area. Also, you will hear of um, Latin cultures being very tied um, in with the owl. The owl is very big in the Latin culture as almost a uh, dark omen. Also, um, there are cultures that are more focused on the wolf, um, especially like with the Native Americans, very focused on the wolf, the coyote, um, messages that they would receive from actually seeing the animal. So when you take that into your practice of how do I use spirit animals, what animal most likely are you seeing in your practice or what animal do you feel is sending you a message? So for me, people have asked me, do I resonate? What, what are my spirit animals? Um, I don't really say if I was an animal, I would be a, um, I would be a coyote or I would be a wolf or I would be a lion or something like that. I use spirit animals more in the sense of, I have a strong connection to certain, uh, animals. So for instance, for me, I feel a strong connection to gorillas. I, <laughs> I know this might sound very weird because um, as a young child, when I was in um, surgery or when I was recovering from surgery with my open heart surgery, my uncle bought me two stuffed animal, I believe they were monkeys, but for whatever reason, I shifted the monkey into a strong connection with gorillas. Um, also, because as a child, I studied um, gorillas for a project that I did in school. And I also was very fascinated with their strong ability and their very kind heart even though they were considered to be almost beast-like and were considered to almost be very like massive in size and they could crush the human skull in one hit. And they were like this, this, um, this being that you should be terrified, but a lot of gorillas had a very strong, um, loving heart to them. And while they were, almost like this beast, they had a strong nourishing factor for their um, family, for their territory. And then also at the time, there was a lot of killing of the gorillas. And of course, I was like, watch gorillas of the mist <laughs> like 20 zillion times with Diane Feinstein. Feinstein, I think her name was the, the lady who went there to, and saved all the gorillas. And I was like, so just massively intrigued by gorillas. And I had a huge gorilla poster in my house. I mean, 
I think my parents took me to the San Diego Zoo because at the time the local zoo um, didn't have gorillas in the San Francisco Zoo or the Oakland Zoo. They did not have actual gorillas. They had monkeys, but my parents took me to the San Diego Zoo and guess what? They did not have any gorillas there at the time. And I remember I was very upset as a teenage girl who was just trying to find her message from the gorillas. I also feel that um, I have a high in, I guess you could say, um, factor or message receiving from birds. Big birds, small birds, medium-sized birds. Um, A lot of times I feel I am able to pick up a message that is sent from birds. So if you are one of my uh, Instagram followers, you will see I did a spirit animal backyard bird edition, which we will talk about on here. And I will give some meanings about certain spirit animals, um, my top faves, and also how you can use it towards manifesting. I also do feel a connection um, with horses, even though I am pretty scared of horses and do not want to ride one. Um, And I like to look of them from afar, but I do really enjoy the freedom behind the horse, the, the mag, the, just the magnificent, um, running and just almost like pure state of being very divine. I did ride a horse, but it's something that I like to worship them from afar. <laughs> I don't plan on being a horse owner. Um, I also feel a strong liking towards dogs. Um, as you know, I love my dogs. Um, I think they're like little babies and I love them so much as many of us do. I do think that your messages will come differently. And I'm going to tell you a story about how you can use manifesting with animals and also with meditation. So this is a story I haven't shared with many people. Um, It is pretty, pretty funny when you think about it. So probably about, I don't know, maybe two or maybe right around the time I started my podcast and I was concentrating on meditating and I was meditating and manifesting through meditation. And when I was doing it, a lot of times I would choose a animal or choose a focus where I would ask the universe or a lot of people say spirit guides. I like to ask the universe because I think my spirit guides are within the universe and I am asking the universe as a whole, not necessarily one guide. So what I did was I basically, um, was meditating and asked for clarification, asked for a sense of, am I on the right path? 
Should I continue this journey? Is this journey a calling? I feel like it is, but I just need another message. I just need another kind of um, area where you say to me, yes, it is um, part of what you're doing. It is the right thing you should be doing. You are on the right path. Keep moving forward. So I asked to see a bee. (laughs) And most people are like, a bee? Okay, that's pretty, that's, that's pretty, that's, you know, pretty ordinary. Like a lot of people see bees all the time, but it was, it, it was like, I don't see them very often. Like if I was to say, I would like to see a bird or send a canary my way or send me a hawk or send me an owl. I knew that was almost like me programming the manifesting to have the instant gratitude and the instant notification, because I do see birds and hawks and owls and all that very frequently, like almost daily. So I wanted to pick something that I don't see very often. And it was a bee. So at this time I said, can I see a bee? You know, I'd like to see a bee, you know, to university, you hear me, send me a bee, a buzzy, buzzy. So I did my meditation, did my little, you know, gratitude journaling. I was all ready to set these intentions in place, get this clarification from the universe. Am I on the right track? A few days go by, it's raining. You know, it just decides, you know, this California weather, and also it was in January, this California weather can be unpredictable. Okay, it's raining. I don't think bees come out in the rain, but you know, whatever. Maybe I'll see a bee. Maybe I'll see a bee on TV. Maybe see a box of Honey Nut Cheerios. I don't know. I'm waiting to see a bee. About a week goes by. No bee. And I'm asking. I'm looking for it. I'm, I'm vigilantly trying to see a bee and it is not fucking happening. And I'm like, okay, no bee. Ah, I'm not on the right track. I'm not. Okay. So, you know, I do a little like, okay, the universe isn't sending me my clarification. It isn't sending me my, my message that I was hopefully trying to get. And that's the thing is when you seek too hard, you won't receive. When you seek too hard, you won't receive. So I threw it back up to the universe. Okay, you know, stop trying to see a bee. Gonna move on. Clarified with myself. I am the one who sets my own intentions. I am the one who creates my own manifesting. I don't need clarification for I make my own decisions. Go about my day. I'm continuing to be on the same path, blah, blah, blah. I'm at work and all of a sudden this patient comes in and, you know, I'm looking at him and his nose is so swollen. And I'm like, OMG, did you get hit? Like, did somebody beat you up? Like his face is swollen. His nose is swollen. And I think like some of his lips were swollen And he's like, no, I got stung by a bee. And I'm like, that's my sign. (laughs) 
But of course, I triage him and, you know, take care of my patient. But the whole time I'm thinking, once I stop seeking, I received my message. And I'm sorry you got stung by a bee. (laughs) So stuff like that is how you can use spirit animals or uh, spirit messages if you are using it towards manifesting. Also, taking in the message that you receive from the animal. So for instance, when I did my uh, interview with Good Day Sacramento and I came home, And I was so proud that I did the interview. I mean, I was nervous before the interview and I was like having a hard time sleeping that night. And I kept thinking about it over and over. I'm going to be on TV. Oh my God, I'm going to be on TV. And I have deliberately with, with, you know, I think many of us do our safe place. Our foundation is our home. Um, The root to most of our manifesting happens within our home. Our creations, our intentions happen within our home. It happens within our area of space that we feel safe and we feel stable. So I remember driving home and the first thing as I turned to my street is I said to myself, like, I'm so thankful for this. I've really been trying to, you know, get my name out there, get my purpose out there, get my core message out there. So not only do people um, find me, but I can share my message with others and others can learn from within my journey and within my messages. And also I wanted people to know that I have a connection with many people through my podcasting and through my tarot reading and through the spiritual modalities that have worked for me by sharing it with others. So others can learn as well. And I remember the first thing I saw as I turned the corner of my street, as I'm driving up to my house was a huge hawk on the top of the tree. And it wasn't like in the bush of the tree where it was like hard to see it was on the top of the tree and it literally was like a direct insight where I saw the hawk the hawk I feel saw me and gave me the message of you are on the right path you are on the right journey it all comes back to home. It all comes back to doing what makes you feel safe. It all comes back to teaching and it all comes back to being within your own element. And that was the message I received when I saw the hawk. When I saw the hawk parked my car and the hawk did not fly away. I knew I had to share this message And that is why I recorded it and put it in my vlog because I wanted people to see the universe sends us messages every day. The universe sends us words of encouragement, words of wisdom every day. We choose to listen to it. 
we choose to listen to the messages. So using animals and birds is one of my, I would say, strongest areas of where I receive the messages. So that's why I shared it with you guys. But a few of my favorite animals um, aren't always the most, I guess you could say cutesy or the cute, the cute magical, like it's not like unicorns and fucking butterflies and ladybugs and, um, you know, pretty, pretty, you know, doves, even though I do like doves and, you know, just pretty birds. I like the mystic. I like the dark. I like the factor of what are we learning from a area that was a bad or quote unquote hard time? What are we learning from that? And I do think that when you take from the dark and you make it a light aspect, it really helps with your capability of manifesting. There have been times where I do practice a lot with the darker messages from the spirit or from the universe. For instance, like the owls. I, as as a Latina, was very scared to see an owl in the daytime. I'm going to tell you the truth. An owl in the daytime? mm -mm, No way, honey. I'm going to die. I mean, that was the message that I was told. That was the superstition that you were told is a dark omen. Now, when I see the owl day or night, dusk or dawn, it is the owl is sending me wisdom. The owl is sending me knowledge. The owl is a creature of divine knowledge and wisdom and clarity. For some may see, still see it as this omen. But to me, it is what is the owl's purpose? The owl is a hunter who hunts at night. I mean, how fucking smart is that? Why is this bird going to compete with hawks? Why is he going to compete with, you know, eagles and all these other big birds and, you know, all these other daylight animals? He's going to hunt at night when they're asleep, when his prey is easy. He's going to hunt at dusk when people or when not people, when the other creatures are winding down. So how smart is that owl? Very smart. So that's what I see the owl as knowledge, wisdom, strategy. So let me go over some of my favorite spirit animals and give you guys, and some of these are going to be considered the the darker, um, images or the darker animal. Um, they're not going to be focused on butterflies or dragonflies or, you know, stuff like that. If that's what you want to look for, there's tons of resources where you can go. So the black cat, everybody said, I remember growing up a black cat. You see a black cat crossing the street. That's bad luck. 
Okay. But other cultures see the black cat as good luck and prosperity. So when you see a black cat, you are focused on good luck and prosperity. The snake, the serpent. Ooh, he's so sneaky. That little snake is so sneaky. And depending on the situation, could these spirit messages be more darker or more shadowy in certain areas? Yes, you are the receiver of the message. But to me, a snake also means a rebirth. They shed their skin. They have a rebirth every few months. They don't They don't get settled in their skin. They have to shed it so they can grow, so they can um, basically move forward, so they can keep on growing. Also, I see the snake as transformation. What transformation is taking place with the snake? What transformation is changing? Very similar to the butterfly. You know, the butterfly as the caterpillar then turns into this beautiful, you know, started off this little ugly caterpillar and then turns into this beautiful, beautiful butterfly and flies off and sits on flowers and is gorgeous. Well, so does the snake. The snake sheds its whole skin and continues to move and grow. Bats. Bats, you know, a lot of people don't like bats. (laughs) I don't like bats. I'm going to tell you this. If I see a bat, I'll be like, oh, I ain't trying to touch it. You know, (laughs) I ain't trying to keep it. I ain't trying to have no pet bat. No, but what message is the bat sending besides, is it a vampire? (laughs) It's this evil little flying creature. I don't know. Are bats rodents? Are they birds? (laughs) What are they? Bat, the vision and the clarity bats, another bird or creature that can fly at night while all the other little birds are nestled away. The bat is roaming through at night or in their cave, they sleep as days, the bat. And what are they releasing as they're flying solo where there's nobody else in the sky, but them? What are they moving forward? What are they releasing? What are they taking in as a bat? And what clarity and decision-making they must have for their eyes are wide open, even though they are shut, they continue to fly. Bats are pretty fucking cool. Owls, like I said, the owls are the independent thinkers, the wisdom creators, the knowledge-based bird who moves solely at night for prey. They are known to bring knowledge to the ones that see them. The wolf, to me, the wolf means a lot of freedom. It really means that the the wolf is seeking the independence. It has a strong intuition of intelligence. It has a strong intuition of traveling with a community using collaboration. So like if I see a wolf, I would think this is a message of collaboration, of community, of reaching out to others. And this is also a message of seeking freedom. Also, maybe my independence, I would like to create something that I'm solely in control of. So how do you see the wolf? Spiders. Do you kill the spider? Do you let the spider live? (laughs) 
Oh, so spiders have a sacred purpose. They are seen as the timekeepers. I know it sounds crazy. Spiders, timekeepers, those little creepy crawlers, timekeepers of manifesting and mindset. They nestle down and make their webs as they wait for their prey. And that, and, 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 and when we think about manifesting, And once we stop seeking, we receive. They are not traditional hunters. When you think about the spider, the spider is not a traditional hunter. The spider is not going out looking for its prey. They sit and wait for their prey to come to them. They have the ability to create a web, to create an illusion of what might feel safe to the poor little fly, (laughs) to what might feel safe, the illusion of you can fly about your business or their illusion of nestled away in the corner where nobody sees them, nestled away probably got some spider webs up there. I hope not (laughs) nestled away where they wait. They are the timekeepers. They wait for their prey. They are not seeking their prey comes to them. I I don't know what man, if that's not manifesting, I don't know what is honey. I don't know what is. If that spider did not manifest his own meal, I don't know what is. I don't know what to tell you. That is what manifesting is. Crows and ravens, very strong psychic ability, very strong intuitive state of transformation, collaboration, and also to rest. If it's laying to rest somebody. And for instance, like I'm going to give you a little story. So like, for instance, if you see a crow, I don't want you to think, oh my God, somebody's going to die or, oh my God, um, you know, oh my goodness, this is, this is a horrible message that this crow is sitting right above my house and just won't move for like days and days. Oh my goodness. The crow is saying, what is your intuition? What is your gut telling you? Do you need a kickback? Are you getting burnt out, sis? Do you need to relax? Do you need to take it easy? Do you have a family member who's been struggling, maybe not getting better, and the whole family is pushing and praying for the wellness to happen, but the soul and the wellness is not happening? And maybe your family member is tired. Maybe your family member is fatigued. Maybe your family member doesn't want to fight anymore. And they want to go to the other side. Have you ever told them it's okay? You can leave us. A lot of times when we think of death, it's automatically a horrible place. But It's also, what is this family member or what is this person going through that is making it so uncomfortable for them here on this state, on this earth, on this presence where they no longer want to, or they no longer can 
fight anymore. So if you see a crow, sometimes it's speaking to you about burnout, about giving rest to others, about transformation. So lately I have really been tuning into my intuitive state where I see a lot of, I don't know if they're crows or ravens. I, I think they're, I don't know what they are. Those little black birds that live by my house, but anyways, there's a lot of them. And when I see them, I'll drive by and I'll say, my intuition is strong. Because right now, if I see a lot, I'll say, I need to relax. I need to rest. I need to release. Or if I drive by them and I say, oh, you little scoundrels, you little sneaky scoundrels. You're telling me I'm putting too much on my plate and I need to, I need to trust that intuition of mine and I need to relax a little bit. So don't fear the dark. I mean, of course, the light animals have so much message too. Like some of my favorite backyard birds are the canaries, the beautiful canaries, yellow and vibrant and colorful. And they represent the sun and the warmth behind the sun, the willpower kind of directed towards the solar plex chakra, the warmth and the joy that you might be focusing. So when you see a canary, pay gratitude to the joy and the warmth that you are enduring right now, that you are safe, that you are in this high vibrant state. A cardinal bird represents strong stability seen as a guardian, very much seen as something that can resemble strength and resemble stability. So if you are feeling maybe uncertain and then you see a cardinal, have faith that you are making the wrong decisions, that you are very strong in your choices and in your foundation. The dove, the dove is so beautiful. It represents peace and purity and um, the ultimate message of insight and love. You know, people release the dove when they get married and it flies off and they live happily ever after, you know, so it does have that pure innocence and insight of love and magic behind the dove. So when you see the dove, take in the magic, take in your divine state, take in the love, take it in. So how you use your messages from spirit animals and how you use your messages from creating with spirit animals is up to you. It is up to you because you are the one who receives the message. You are the one who receives the story. So I am so thankful for you guys tuning into spirit animals because I think they're so amazing to use in setting intentions and manifesting. And like I said, don't be alarmed when you see the darker type of spirit animals. Don't be alarmed. You know, it's not always just like lions and courageous, you know, um, beautiful creatures like that. It's also sometimes the ones that we don't necessarily see as spirit animals that can be giving us a message or be sending us a notion that we can trust ourselves. So I wanted to share some of the darker ones with you. So thank you guys for listening to chakras and cuss words. Please comment, like, 
share and subscribe to this channel and everybody have an amazing day. Bye.